listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Wednesday afternoon. Let's turn to our first guest and topic of today. We're talking about makeup and how to make yourself look good and feel good in the process. And I'm really delighted to welcome back on the program renowned makeup artist Gallum Chu. Gallum, it's great to speak to you again. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm actually at home at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Socially no, distancing. Can't. Yeah, thank you so yes. much for joining us once again. And for our listeners, uh, do join us on Facebook as well. We're up and running there. Um, Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. Now, you know, 2020 has been a, a year of ups and downs, and sometimes people, I mean, oh. we've all been feeling a bit bad, so it's nice to be able to lift the mood with makeup. But before we talk about makeovers, I, I'm curious to see, how. this is a wonderful industry. How did you become a makeup artist? Uh, so it's um, back in 2003. You remember Hong Kong have socks. <laughs> the other so pandemic. I actually graduated that year. So like basically it was so hard for me to find a job. And I was like um, teaching in this play group for like three years while I was in university. So basically after I graduated, the school was like, oh, why don't you and your sister come and teach at our school without like all those like education certificates certificate at that time so i was like okay sure like so i was teaching there uh I, I guess like after almost a year i thought wow like teaching is to especially to young kids was so difficult like so much patient you know like you have kids so you definitely know like the the like you know the amount of not patience painful, yeah. Yeah, like the patience you have you know? <laughs> But so like uh, I went to New York that summer actually for my friend Lissy, you know Lissy, uh, for her graduation, and then she was like, "Oh, I I'm going to New York Fashion Week. Do you want to go?" And I was like, "Sure," you know. So I went to have uh, I went to the backstage, and then when I was there, I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Because I see all the like models, like makeup artists running around. So I thought, "Wow, this is so cool," and it's like so creative, like to be a makeup artist. So that trip actually changed my life. And then I came back to Hong Kong and I decided, okay, this is what I want to learn. So I start like looking for makeup school and have the whole, you know, course on doing makeup and hairstyling at that time. That's amazing. <laughs> and, you know, for, for those of you who know Gallum, you're extraordinarily creative and artistic. If, if people are joining us on Facebook, you'll be able to see Gallum's wonderful background with all the flower arrangement, all the arts uh, that, that you've created. That's amazing. I, I also want to sort of say, you know, 20, then fast forward from the previous pandemic, 2003, to another one now. 2020 yeah. has been a difficult year. Um, yeah. How have you sort of, uh, how, has, how has your industry been affected? And how have you sort of pivoted? And yeah, let's talk about industry. How has it been affected? I mean, obviously, like, uh, it's infected, like, so heavily, right? Because it's such a a service where you're in such a close contact with your clients. So everyone's like at first freaking out and cancel all the events, weddings. So at the beginning, I was a little bit worried because I was thinking, oh, like, we don't know when will this pandemic fit ends, obviously. And like uh, jobs are not coming, but I'm still having my studio in Central because this is actually the 10th year I have my studio. And it's like, I thought, oh, it would be quite sad to actually close it, but I want to like maintain to have my own studio. Um, but I think it comes in wave like this, 
like COVID thing uh, in Hong Kong, right? Because like we have like like the lockdown, like like well closure of the gym and everything, and then like and now we're the fourth wave again. Yeah, so. we're now the fourth wave. So today I'm home <laughs> because like pretty much like uh, work has been uh, really affected. But I would say um, we are all adapting, and um, I'm obviously uh, definitely like not as stressed out as before because like there are other things that can um, like keep me working. I would say uh, actually it will be quite surprised like there are still a lot of Zoom call which is for corporate that they need makeup. So they hire makeup artists to actually do the makeup for people who go to Zoom call, which is quite interesting. Um, I'm so glad also, you raised this because it's one of the questions that I'd really like yeah. to ask you um, yeah. about it. Um, maybe we'll we'll start with that. You know, 2020, a lot of people are taking meetings online, and sometimes yeah. with unflattering lighting, you can look quite tired and quite washed yeah. out in in these yeah. meetings, even more so than than usual. Yeah. So, how can we yeah. sort of do you have some simple tips and tricks for men and women uh, to look more awake during these Zoom yeah. calls and meetings? Uh, I think like for meetings, like you you should have good lighting. Uh, let's say if the, because it's usually, it depends like what type of Zoom call, it can be of different time zones. So maybe it can be a night time for you. So you don't have natural daylight. Right. So definitely you need a good light. And nowadays is in Hong Kong, especially it's quite easy to get a good ring lights, you know, those ones in circle. And then like you can get it in like Jordan on like a random local shop. So those are really good lighting. Yeah. Those ring Hello. lights, yes, it kind of froze a little bit. Um, those ring lights are, yeah, like you said, are yeah. the ones that you usually see YouTubers use and you see this ring of white light yeah. and you see in their pupils also. And it kind of brightens yeah. their complexion yeah. also. Yeah, it can make sure you look a bit more fresh and not as tired. But if you like do have a more important call, I would say I'll put a little bit of concealer, like... Uh, like even eyebrow is important because that can definitely makes you look like sing something, you know, yeah. like fresh. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so that's, I like my Chinese mixed English. I love it too. I love it too. For, yeah. for some of our listeners who don't know what sing means, it means like more awake and just more alert. And you definitely yeah. want to look alert in, in an important yeah. conference call. Yeah. So how has sort of 2020 helped you sort of restart or re-inspire your creativity? Because you've been doing this for a really long time now. And sometimes when you're doing the same thing, you know, as much as you enjoy, and I know how passionate you are about makeup and about your craft, it can yeah. sometimes get boring because you're doing it again and again. How has it sort of restarted and re-inspired you this year? Uh I think that's a very good point because I do have like time where I thought, okay, I've been doing this for almost 17 years now. What, like, what do I feel about it? Do I want to change my career a little bit? You know, like there are always like time when I not struggle, but reflect on this. But I think with the pandemic, which is kind of nice because it does slow things down. And then you actually tend um, 
to look back. Okay, what have I done in the past 17 years as a makeup artist? Uh, the the amazing experience, and those are very precious. So I look back, and then when I have clients coming up, you actually treasure more the time you spend with the client because it's quite precious. Now you don't know when's the next time you're gonna work. So every time, like I truly enjoy the experience with like the client, and and it's not just. For me, like makeup is not uh, only oh applying makeup, you know, because sometimes it's also the conversation. I always like truly enjoy the moment. Recently, I did a makeup for a bride. Um, she contacted me very last minute, like literally two days before the wedding, and then like during the two, well, it's it's. She she was like oh I only have one hour for me to, for you to get ready for me uh, and I was like okay like we can do it and then during that hour a lot of things have happened uh, basically she has a Zoom call from US you know like like yeah, uh, multitasking her, bride yeah like from her family like her sister's calling her and 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 you can actually like like see a lot of like different. Uh, experience during that one hour instead of just applying makeup what I mean is like you know um, the love you can feel even it's a zoom call so like the whole world is adapting to this new thing but at the same time I think a lot of the people that I met have come to realize oh we need to treasure every single moment or like people or basically like like our um, mentality is slightly different. <laughs> absolutely, you're absolutely right. I think this pandemic has sort of, it's been so negative on so many fronts. At the same time, it really forces you to reevaluate your priorities, yeah. what's important, what means a lot. And it's so great yeah. you found a passion. And Callum, you're, yeah. you're probably one of the most positive and, and upbeat makeup artists uh, out there and having deep conversations, I, I, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> I think it's quite good because like uh, where I live in Hong Kong, it's like have more peace, I guess. Uh, and then during this breakdown, I, I got to actually sit down to do a lot of things that I used not to have time to do. I pick up pink brushes to do watercolor. <laughs> So it's like it's it's actually part of like expressing my creativity, but not like on the face, but like it can be a time for me to practice my brush skills or like um, thinking, oh, what can inspire me as a makeup artist. So I think it's it's um, it's it's tough, but it's a good um, chapter of like you know of everyone's life in in general. <laughs> Absolutely, there's still so yeah. much I want to ask you about, and I'm so I'm so worried we're running out of time. Okay, very quickly, um, we've all been wearing masks for I don't know the past nine months. No, more than that yeah. since January. Okay, for this whole 2020, some of us have been getting acne around the mask area can makeup yeah. help you conceal it what's the best sort of makeup to be able i know people are still wearing masks but at the same time when you when you're at home you take it off and maybe if you have a small gathering christmas is coming up how can we conceal these in imperfections around our yeah. face so hello can you hear me yes i can <laughs> Does it froze a oh bit? it yeah, froze sorry. a little bit should i repeat my yeah. question uh, you were basically saying like how uh, like for, because people start to have acne, right? I I like for me as well. Like that's a problem. But I think like um, your skin is important. glowing. What are you talking about? It's yeah, nothing. but it's makeup. <laughs> oh, it's makeup. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> yes. Well, uh, I would say definitely. Like when we go home, like it's important to to do a deeper cleansing of the skin, especially around the mask area, because it definitely like a lot of time because there's uh, the pores are blocked with like a physical mask, right? So it's like kind of easy for you to have like. Uh, black hairs or even pimples. So if you don't clean it properly, then obviously like more acne will come out. And like when you talk about makeup, yes, makeup can hide hide the pimples. But I will say like the ultimate goal because you're wearing the mask most of the time. If you do have pimples, I think it's better not to cover it with another concealer. But if you do have to take off your mask, I would suggest um maybe you can use a very light concealer. Like because sometimes like like uh, even a little bit of powder because powder has color it can already have a layer of like coverage so instead of a very thick concealer which you shouldn't to cover the pimple um yeah then obviously uh uh yeah like so this is what i would suggest <laughs> yeah i think it's such a good suggestion also because a very honest makeup artist don't use makeup to really cover up the pimples the best way is to really have clean skin. That's yeah. the most important. And for many of our listeners, you know, it's really important. Skin health is so important. The skin is the biggest organ of our body. If you don't look after your skin, then, you know, you've got nothing else protecting the organs inside. That's why I always justify whenever I buy yeah. sort of new cleansing products and, and whatnot. Yeah. So Christmas is yeah. around the corner. Um, and I know people will be social distancing and, and, and maybe parties will have to sort of take a back seat. But nonetheless, there will be sort of family gatherings, small group gatherings, gatherings how can we create the perfect christmas look of 2020 uh, i think this year is like a little bit less red lip makeup because you don't know anytime you have to put your mask on and sometimes like with like different type of lipstick it can ruin you know the makeup and it got smushed everywhere so i would focus more on the eye uh having lashes uh uh are quite important now because like those lashes can actually make you your eyes like bling <laughs> yeah you, you you and me like are very into our lashes i i think like from the past we have like tried so many different ways <laughs> i must admit i've stopped using i've stopped doing eyelashes because they made my own eyelashes fall out so i've been putting vaseline yeah. and castor oil on my eyelashes to make yeah. them thicker so anyway that's help? a side yeah it yeah. really did help but whatever you do don't take the vaseline because what i did was i took the vaseline and i put it on my eye eyelashes <laughs> and then i had some extra so i put it on my lip and i may have put it on my upper lip and then mustache started to grow so be very careful when you're putting yeah. Vaseline um, yeah. on, on your face. Yeah. Yeah. Like or on the market, there are like small natural eye serum for lashes now. Because like, I know before when we were using one particular brand, there was like um, like some some chemical that that really like damaged. Well, it, it, made, it say, irritated the eyes. Yeah, I think. irritated. Yeah. Not like, yeah, but it not really worked. That, it really yeah, worked. Yeah. Yeah. But we were like a big concern, remember, after a while using it. Yeah. So I, I think like 2020, it's like for makeup wise, it's like less is more and focus on lashes. And uh, you can also put some glitter because it's uh, Christmas time. Everyone wants to be a little bit more festive. <laughs> so that would be quite nice, I think. <laughs> and finally, I want to ask, um, this is a more general makeup thing, but as, as we age, 
um, you know, we can't deny that there are more wrinkles. So when we're putting yeah. foundation and putting powder on, sometimes it gets into the wrinkles, you know, by the side yeah. of our eyes on our forehead. Yeah. How can we create a more dewy look so that we're not yeah. so that it doesn't look so dry, you know, and, and the temperatures are changing and the climate is changing. Yeah. How do we look uh, more, I don't know, fresh? Yeah, I would suggest like if your skin is really dry, you can try to use some like uh, plant oil as a moisturizer. You can add a little bit into your skincare routine. It doesn't have to be a lot, but like th that kind of oil can actually protect um, your to make your skin more hydrated, like, you know, protect it as a layer. And at the same time to give you that dewy, glowy look. Yeah, and it all it takes is just sort of one or two drops at the end of your skincare routine, just sort of rubbing in your palm and just sort of patting it yeah. in your face. Okay, yeah. okay, that's a really yeah, that's yeah a great exactly. Suggestion. And then I think yeah, and then like but like make sure your product is not too oily. And if you feel okay, is you feel quite oily, you can use just normal tissue paper pat the extra oil away, and that can give you a more dewy, glowy look and hydrate your skin at the same time. Okay. In Asia, yeah. a lot of people use BB cream instead of foundation. Is that also yeah. better if you have dry skin type or should we stick to a foundation if you want a, a better coverage? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah. For, well, for me as a traditional makeup artist, I'm not very <laughs> into the like BB cream, CC cream, you know, the new uh, uh, like product just because I personally don't believe like things can be like two in one like had you know sh uh, shampoo shampoo and you conditioner yeah two in one shampoo it never really conditioned my hair so for me uh with all these like bb cream cc cream they always say oh it's actually seven in one it's it's um i don't know like like and also i think the uh, uh, main reason i'm i'm not a big fan is because like usually the shade because they comes with a tint color right to g give you a more even skin tone for me because i always have darker complexion and those uh bb cream or cc cream are usually a bit lighter yes. so because they they're mostly korean brand or japanese brand so like korean and japanese are more into the fair complexion so anything that it's like more olive skin tone. If you use the wrong shade, it can make sure the skin looks quite gray. Oh, wow. That's not <laughs> you know a good what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm tan and I put something lighter and then it's kind of like a, like a black piece of paper. You put white on it and then it becomes grayish color. It's the same concept. Yeah. So I see sometimes people walking down the street, it's like, oh, her complexion is quite grayish. It's just because she used the wrong color. It should be slightly darker. It's not like, because the foundation she used is lighter than her own skin tone. That's so interesting. So how can we choose the perfect, um, the perfect foundation color to match us? You know, the old school way, we, use, we usually do a swash on our, the back of our hand, but our hand yeah. and our face is sort of a different color. So yeah. if we're out and about, can we, try, we can't really try it on our face because everybody's masked yeah. up. Where's the, how, yeah. to, how to get the best shade? For uh, I, would, I would like uh, usually teach my students, like if uh, you are the type of person that your skin tone changes a lot, meaning oh, if you go out to the beach or outdoor activity a lot because you can get tan easier, right? So I would suggest you you might want to have a darker foundation and a lighter so you can always mix it yourself. Oh, yes. uh, because like it's quite interesting, like 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 if 
for me, like walking around in Lama, one hour I can be like two shades darker, right? So <laughs> you get tanned really so, easily. Yeah, yeah, I get tanned so easily. So if I used one foundation, I would never be able to like match my skin tone. So that's why I will mix my foundation. And another thing is that when you try your your foundation, let's say on the makeup counter, I would suggest you can instead of putting on the back of your palm, you can try around here. I mean, it's still not. So when you say around here for our radio like listeners, the, it's just yeah. at the top of your cheekbone. Okay. Yeah, it's about around the cheekbone. Um, and a great foundation is that when you put it on in a natural lighting, like not like white light or yellow light. So my recommendation is like if you go to a makeup store, try the product on the face and then walk out of the store because do not buy in immediately because usually the lighting may be a bit confusing. Mm. Yeah. So if you go to uh, a daylight and look at yourself in the mirror and then if you can't see the foundation, it's actually perfect for a skin tone because it blends completely. Wow. Yeah. If you can see a stripe that is like darker or lighter, it's still not your uh, natural skin tone color. Yeah, and and one thing because like our whole face is like a puzzle. So think about your forehead, like the nose, like the cheekbone. They're more protruded, right? So if theoretically, if you go out, those are the area who get darker easier. So that's why we have uneven skin tone because our whole face, there are different parts that stick out more. They get more sun in a way. So using foundation is to even out the whole face. So I would try to match like your uh, foundation with this part, which is the cheekbone area, because your forehead will be darker. So if you base on your forehead, then your whole face will be darker. You, you see what I'm trying to explain? Absolutely, <laughs> because your forehead protrudes more. So it's easier to catch the sun on your forehead and on your nose, but the cheekbone is not so easy. Well, Garlam, I learned so much from you this afternoon. Can you remind our listeners once again, have you got a website or a Facebook page? How can our listeners find out more about your work? Yeah, if you go to Kala Makeup, so it's K-A-L-A-M-A-K-E-U-P dot com, then you can find me. Or if you want to find me on Facebook or Instagram, it's Kala Makeup, K-A-L-A-M-A-K-U-P. Excellent. Well, Kala, it's such a pleasure to have you on the show again, and I look forward to inviting you back again next time. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you very much indeed.